So good morning, everyone. Special guest we have today from the Barry All-Stars, Winnie Nazarko, who was my uh, classmate in a teacher training some maybe almost a decade ago and uh, teaches at the Forest Refuge, has kindly agreed to come in and uh, give us some instruction and also lead a couple of the small groups this morning. A um, couple other announcements. Uh, if you have a watch that has a beep on it, like a beeping of the hour or an alarm, uh, please turn it off. So check right now if you have such a thing. You might have it be beeping and you didn't notice. And if you can't figure out how to turn it off, then please leave it with your shoes in the uh, shoe room or in your room during the uh, practice time. Also, sometimes at IMS, they have uh, opportunity for separate affinity groups to meet for SITs. So there will be an opportunity for uh, people who self-identify as people of color who would like to sit together uh, for one sit at 6.45 today in M200, which is a room upstairs down the hall. Uh, that will be a self-led sit. Uh, Brian's going to put up a sign-up sheet. So if anyone is interested in that and if they're willing to be the uh, bell ringer for that sit, it's just a half an hour sit, then you could put your initials or your name there uh, and we'll take the bell from here up there. And then the day after that will be opportunity for uh, those who identify as LGBTQ. If you would like to sit together for that one sit, 6.45, um, we'll put up a sign so you don't have to remember uh, all this stuff too. So, Happy New Year and uh, welcome to Winnie. Well, things change, eh? <laughs> so appreciating everybody's flexibility and uh, just to say a, a couple more things about me. I actually live here in Barrie. Um, I didn't always, but I, I do live here in Barrie. Uh, louder? Could the person in charge of the... No, nobody's in charge. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> you may have noticed that by now. <laughs> Who's to blame? If only I could find them. Huh? <laughs> so anyway, happy, happy New Year's to you all. Um, you know, I'm often uh, in this hall during IMS's three-month retreat and then uh, on other occasions too for shorter retreats. Um, I also, also teach up the hill at the, the Forest Refuge. But I think this is the first time I've ever actually been on a retreat that started on at least for me, on New Year's Day, so first of the year. So I'm going to offer you some instructions now. I know we have a mixed group, so I'm going to talk you in, I'll talk it to you. So allow yourself to find a way of sitting which is comfortable and which supports alertness. So if you need to make any micro or macro adjustments, go ahead and do that. 
And settling the body can help the mind to settle. And if there are places in the body where you're holding extra tension or tightness, you can invite those places to relax if they wish. You might notice, for instance, if your shoulders are being held high and tight, you could just roll them back and let them drop. You could soften the jaw. Invite the tongue to rest easily on the floor of the mouth. Not going to need it for a while. Notice your hands. Do you have them in a way that's comfortable? Or you can just let the arms go. Now having directed attention towards your body, Let yourself feel the body as a whole just sitting. There are particular sensations with that. Maybe you notice the pressure of your feet on the floor or your butt on a cushion or chair. Places of warmth where your arms touch the body or your hands touch your thighs. And now having found the body, let yourself recognize that you are now in real time, here and now mind. And this is where all meditation practice happens, in here and now. Having an interested and receptive mind. Receptive to what arises in your body, heart, mind in real time. Not needing to control it. Just knowing it. If you want to collect attention, you could turn for a while to a particular set of sensations, perhaps the sensations of the breath, which happens all on its own. You don't need to make anything happen. Just see if you can tune awareness to that station. Letting the breath 
calm and relax the body and mind. And it may be the case that the mind is as slippery as a bar of wet soap. And awareness keeps going somewhere, drifts away and attention is lost. No one who has ever meditated or will ever meditate avoids this repetitive experience, just so you know. So if you notice your mind has gone off and gotten lost in something, recognize the return of awareness as a good thing, encourage the mind to always find that to be a good thing. Oh, it's back. And you might even name where the mind was when you come back, if that's obvious. Oh, I was, it was thinking, was thinking. Okay. And then you can start again. If you need to, you could open your eyes and find the body again. Settle back in again. Find the breath. Sometimes a hindrance or, and emotion may arise and become the main thing that's happening. I think you've got to talk on the hindrances. <coughs> Sense desire or attachment, aversion or, or fear, restlessness and worry sloth and torpor, doubt. Oh yeah, these are states of body-mind. They can come to the fore and become the predominant thing that's known.
And since we always practice in present tense, we can just name that thing with a soft label and actually turn the mind towards it with interest. Oh, this is annoyance. This is the present experience. Annoyance in the body feels like this. And then after a while that state will weaken or pass away. And you can reground if you wish by going back to the body, maybe finding the breath. Or perhaps you have another uh, state arise in the mind, an emotion. Say sadness. Oh, sadness. Grief. Can you name that with a kind and interested mind, this visitor to the mind? And in the same way that a loving parent would deal with a child who had this state, can you meet it with tenderness and kindness? Oh, this is sadness, of course. Sadness is like this. It feels heavy. Maybe. And at a certain point that state will either dissolve or weaken or turn into something else. And you could name that that new thing. Maybe the sadness now is feeling hopeless. Oh, this is hopeless. This is hopeless. Hopeless feels like this. And let the energies move in the body and mind. Don't need to fight them or hold on to them or try to figure out where they came from, although you may have an idea about that. And you can regroup by finding the body and going back to the breath. Or maybe there's the arising of contentment. Oh, contentment or acceptance feels like this.
all of these different states of body and mind, different physical sensations or sounds or hindrances or mental states, emotions, kinesthetic experiences, thoughts, memories, plans. These are all part of the range of what you can know with a meditative mind. So if you get swept away or lost with what's happening, you can always start again. Unlimited number of do-overs. And when the mind comes back, awareness comes back from its little trip, let that be good. Let that return of awareness always be good. Because we train the mind with kindness and positive reinforcement. So just keep doing that.
as Anushka probably mentioned, the plan today is that those who haven't been previously seen in small groups will be seen. So um, everybody who is here should have been seen either previously or be on the list today. So if that isn't the case, then please let the office know. So there's a few minutes now for practice questions, but because some people are being seen today, what I'd ask is that if you're being seen today, don't don't take the time now. Just save it for the small group. So other people who ha- may have a more <laughs> urgent uh, question might be able to get some time. I can't tell you when it's going to get warmer. (laughs) But what would your second question be? Do you find any emotions coming up? So it's a question about the relationship between mind and body, and is physical pain a manifestation of aversion, or is it just pain? Is that the question? So the answer is, it depends. (laughs) So not all pain is the same. Sometimes it is just an unpleasant uh, physical sensation arising in the body, sometimes it's an unpleasant physical sensation arising in the body, but the mind uh, is in, uh, intertwined with it. It might be fighting the sensations. It might be wanting to get rid of them. Perhaps there was a, a preceding memory or thought uh, that let, then led to the arising of sensations in the body. So it can be just a pain, physical pain can just be a thing in and of itself, or it can be a kind of compound phenomenon where you can you can clearly see oh yeah there's the body thing going on but then there's the, what the mind is doing in relationship to this <coughs> Okay, you're good to good to roll, right? Yep. <laughs> um, so physicality a bit. Um, well, and well, really emotions. So when emotions arise, um, I notice that I kind of want to figure out the thought that is leading to the emotion. <laughs> So if there's sadness, I'll think, well, what was I just thinking mm-hmm. that made me all of a sudden feel sadness? Because mm-hmm. during the sit, I was just sitting and thoughts came, and usually I just say thoughts, um, and then I noticed I was 
crying a little bit and I was just like, whoa, like what was I just thinking? And so <laughs> what is your suggestion for that? Like should a person try to find the thought that led to the emotion or should it just be focusing on the emotion when you notice it? <clears throat> so that's actually a pretty sophisticated question. So the comment was about um, sitting and noticing that there was sadness in the body and the mind kind of spontaneously going, whoa, what's going on here? And then turning back and seeing, well, what was going on with the thoughts that caused this physical state to arise? So it's true in meditation, generally, we're not like excavating into past moments or past personal history to try to find out the why. That's generally true. We're not doing that we're more receiving the what in real time on a phenomenal level. <clears throat> but spontaneously, often the mind will do that. It's like, whoa, where did, you know, kind of have like, whoa, did, where did that come from? And then that in itself, that whoa, where did that come from, is a, is a real time, present tense experience. So that's actually a meditative phenomenon in itself, the mind going, being kind of startled and then maybe interested or maybe a little like, whoa, worried or whatever. So that then, in that moment, that's your meditation object. And the thoughts may spontaneously go and kind of like dig around and into the why or, you know, what was going on that caused this to arise. That's all still meditative. So nothing is outside of this process, right? None of it. It's interesting. Uh, sometimes things kind of come to clarity just on their own just by taking this very simple way of resting with whatever the immediate perception is and just allowing it to be the way that it is. Sometimes things kind of clarify and untangle all on their own which is a real different way than how we usually go about it, which is, you know, we got to like get in there and dig, 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 or fix, fix, fix. So in meditation, the question is, what is happening right now? And how is this? How is it arising? What are its particulars? Okay, we must go off to do our small groups. Um, where are you going to be? Um, I'm in the welcome room. Okay, Anushka's in the welcome room. And Tara, you're? 204. 204. And I'm in uh, 203, I believe, which is upstairs in the old building. <coughs> so see some of y'all up there anyway. Everybody else, continue on with your practice. I think you probably have a walking period now. <laughs>